that we are live. I'm recording this one. All righty. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, welcome back to another episode of another Wait. episode. Episode oh. forty. Ooh. Forty. This one. Yes. No. I'm. I'm. I'm kind of sure. Probably this one. That's cool, dude. Yo, welcome. That's yeah. Welcome, yeah. Thanks huh? for coming. Thanks for coming. We are joined Thanks for by... having me. <laughs> Alex. Alex Fisher. Uh, there we go. Alex Fisher. He's also a fellow <laughs> member of the Simpsons Maximus. Yeah, right, boy. Yeah. We need like a tattoo like on our left arms. <laughs> saying SP. Yeah, or SM, yeah. Yep. <laughs> that's, that has to happen, dude. <laughs> You guys can get it. I probably won't. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Ali, you can't eat tattoos, no? Okay. Tattoos are good, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, like, <laughs> no, uh, I mean, welcome uh, to the show. Thanks. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't want to uh, break it off to you, but I don't, want to, I don't want to get a tattoo, like, straight off the bat, like, right just now, because, I mean, a tattoo saying Simpus Maximus would be kind of weird. People would be like, I mean, where does that come from? What is that? Why do you is have that, that in your arm? Is that is that Latin? <laughs> Latin. Oh my God, he knows uh, Latin. I mean, of course, that would be a way to to make the chicks dig, I guess. But <laughs> besides yeah. that, not too much. Alex, it's Latin for major simp. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alex, where are you from? Uh, I'm from uh, Portugal, Lisbon. Ah, uh, Lisbon. I see. All right. Another one of those. We have a good yep. crowd. Do, do we have a good crowd in Portugal? I'm sure. <laughs> Tell us a little bit uh, about Portugal. Yeah. But what are, you, what are you up to nowadays? What's your story? I mean, uh, well, uh, currently I'm a student for anthropology. I am uh, just finished my second uh, year. Still waiting for my grades, though. Um, so far, so good, though. Uh, I am, I've been able to basically uh, keep up a good, uh, a good, as you guys would say, GPA, I suppose. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, basically, in the future, I was looking... Uh, to uh, be able to, uh, well, my, my university is mostly a political and whatever, uh, like social university. I don't want to get too much into that though. Um, and the course itself basically uh, consists on the relationships that human beings have uh, as individuals with themselves, uh, their peers, their groups, and their own societies. Um, and we, we, we look at on, on it, uh, we look at it on, various perspectives uh mostly indigenous because it's usually the ones that are more exotic those are the ones that we seek to do because of course the the most let's call them civilized ones are um are easier to uh to uh okay. um well to, yeah yeah to access yeah mm -hmm. also with the whole global globalization thing but globalization yeah. so yeah are there like what are the break-off societies that like are not modernized nowadays like what's the uh i mean th there are very few uh societies nowadays that haven't really been uh, affected by western eastern that's kind of a myth but western eastern civilizations mm -hmm. um i remember that there's one at least off the coast of india if i'm not mistaken uh it's an island they live on an island they've been living there for around <laughs> three thousand years uh, and it is said that if anyone approaches it, they get hit by a salvo of arrows, like a whole lot of arrows. Um, and so even if you try to uh, make contact with them, uh, at first they will find you like odd because they're not used to seeing, well, in the case of, uh, well, Indian people, the, the people from India, 
they're yeah. not expecting to see people like fully clothed, uh, probably even with a cell phone, a watch, stuff like that. Um, because the, the the evolution level, it's basically for them, it's it kind of stagnated, and for us, it just kept going. Um, so, so these the, these these uncontacted tribes, uh, like I don't know if you heard about this, but there was that the priest, the Christian priest, who tried to go to them and basically was like, "Have you heard about our Savior, Lord Jesus Christ?" <laughs> they were basically like. No, but would you like to go meet them? And they like basically, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a bunch of that, arrows. That, I don't that, know if you see that. That actually, um, it also happened, almost happened, uh, and but this is more on a religion standpoint. I think it also happened on Japan, also with Christianity, when a few um, priests went there uh, to Japan to try and well spread uh, the uh, Catholicism. Uh, also in northern africa if i'm not mistaken um saint francis of assisi i'm not sure if it was him personally but he sent some people also on basically a, a um on a mission to uh also spread religion down there but uh i'm i mean he, he uh he caught up with he was caught by some muslims um it is said that he almost made a deal that he actually got a deal to keep his head attached to his shoulder pretty much. <laughs> and he was, he was, he was a okay. Uh, uh, or the guys who he sent, they were a okay. Uh, they actually had a good relationship because it, it was um, almost mutual because the ideals of um, uh, St. Francis and uh, Muslims in general are pretty similar uh, on their basis, I believe. Um, which is like a, one of the things that we actually talk about a lot is that clash of cultures, but also the religions, um, uh, evolutionary states in terms of uh, industry progress and other uh, and other stuff. Um, but we don't we don't dig too too deep into it. We don't go like um, deep into the economics, deep into the the social. Uh, we go deeper into the socials that we go into economics. But uh, I'd say that economics and politics itself are the ones that we care about the least. We care more about the social part. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. That's and interesting. it's interesting because yeah, I feel like politics are very different for a lot of people. But maybe like the social mm -hmm. aspect is kind of the same in a lot of places, in many places around the globe. I feel mm -hmm. like, and that's maybe kind of, I don't know if that's like dangerous or safe because I know in like wildlife, you have biodiversity to give different chances, different things to see what works, mm -hmm. what doesn't work in a society. But now that we're all kind of homogeneous. Yeah. Is that, that, that da dangerous or risky or what's the... Uh, no, and actually we also studied that uh, on my first semester at university. Mm -hmm. We studied a bit of that. What you just mentioned, actually, the uh, animal kingdom part. Uh, as in the relations between animals they're quite similar to the relations that the relationships that we as humans uh, basically create with our families, with our groups and with our peers. Um, uh, th there are some, uh, for example, I think it's some chimpanzees. I think the chimpanzees. Yeah. Uh, they are very territorial, for, for example, some people are very territorial as well and they don't usually uh, tend to, um, stay close to other uh, species or if those species come too close to their uh, well they kind of make some borders but they, they, they're not like borders as we have uh, 
as human beings, as in countries and all that. But uh, they basically make it like, okay, from this tree to that tree, uh, to that tree line or to the end of this forest, we have our area. Uh, and we'll try to protect it as much as we can. Um, and that's exactly what they do. They, they basically, anything that gets in there gets mostly slaughtered most of the times. Um, we also have some other uh, mammals. Um, the, the, the studies we had to use were mostly from Africa. Um, but yeah, we, we, do have that, the, we do have that perception that uh, there are different species uh, in the animal kingdom and we, this can be basically compared and transposed to uh, human beings uh, as individuals and as groups. Um, and and it's actually very interesting when you once you start to get the hang of it. Uh, the start like when you when you started off, it's a bit slow. You, you don't quite understand why you're having uh, people talking about um, animals and what they eat, how they react with each other. But then once you start to get into it, you start to realize, okay, so these guys usually attack these because. They're higher on the food chain. Uh, they're affecting uh, their uh, resources. Um, and that's pretty much it. And it, it starts getting really interesting when it comes to that. Mm -hmm. so they're kind of like societies, kind of, right? Like different yeah, yeah. and in different hierarchies. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we also had um, uh, some, uh, some, um, uh, some simians, some, some, species of monkeys uh i don't want to say monkeys because monkey itself it's a subspecies if i'm not mistaken um they also have like that um traditional uh almost primitive like uh way of uh, collecting resources so the man goes out hunting women stay close to the children or collecting berries once the kids are old enough they also collect berries with their mothers eventually if they're males they collect food with their fathers go hunting and all that that's interesting. interesting. And now they did you hear that some of them now have see the video of the monkey holding the gun and shooting people? I don't know if you and riding the motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> it feels yeah. like a straight But it's like, wait, are monkeys getting smaller? <laughs> What's the <laughs> the bed? Or is that just like random? Uh, I mean yeah. that that could be uh, that could be like basically well, they, they might have interacted a bit more with human beings and of course that they also and it's been there have been some studies actually showing that that monkeys also learn from what they see. Mm -hmm. uh, so basically, if you make the same uh, uh, move uh, in front of a monkey too many times, it's like the the saying "monkey see, monkey do." Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. if he if he sees you doing the the same thing too many times, he'll try to basically recreate your movement mm -hmm. uh, with whatever object he's got. Um, so if you put him in a cage and you uh, give him a fishing rod and he's in a cage that has access to a pond let's say which would be a bit well far-fetched but let's imagine that um you you could actually teach him to uh use the fishing rod to actually fish um of course that his uh, resources i know it's, it's it's weird it's odd it's weird but we can you can actually do that um uh -huh. There, there have also been studies in which they, uh, I think it was in Japan also, um, they, they gave uh, monkeys some kind of chips, like, uh, you know, poker chips, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, and they said, basically, okay, so now you use these poker chips and you give them to us and we'll give you food. 
but the thing is they they lived in a in a in a semi artificial environment so basically they had some resources some resources that they could collect and would grow freely um but also uh the caretakers will also give them um some of the resources uh if they traded them by with coins uh which is quite interesting because yeah. they actually did it they could do mm-hmm. it they, that that is amazing so the ak thing <laughs> the ak yes. thing it's pretty much like that so you give a monkey an ak47 <laughs> and you like you show him uh, a few times what he's supposed to do and he's going to be like uh, a bit like a baby okay so what mm-hmm. does this do what does this do he starts racking he starts shooting stuff like that That's you think rise of the planet of the apes is basically our future I wouldn't say so. Uh, <laughs> I mean, first of all, there are a lot of um, simians, monkeys, and other monkey species out there. Um, so, sure, we could teach a few of them. Uh, would that be advisable? I mean, that's pretty much the same thing as the AI. If you uh, invest too much into AI, you'll, you'll eventually have a, a Skynet situation in which mm-hmm. everyone will <laughs> die because everyone is now a robot and stuff like that. Um, but no, I don't think that that would be the future. Um, you don't think that's the future? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think no. that that's the future. I mean, of okay. course, no. The, the, the part of the, uh, the electronics and the AI industry, all that, it's possible. Now, mm. the ape thing, I mean, it's possible, but I mean, it's a bit far-fetched. Well, in the movie, they, they, were, it was, they were genetically modified, was the yeah. idea, right? They had like a virus or something. And like with genetic modification, um, Ali, I don't know if you can tell us more about like <laughs> basically <laughs> um, designer the, babies. Yeah, I can mm-hmm. tell you. So basically, what they did was they uh, they cloned sheep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not it's not just cloned sheep. We even in medicine we have something called gene therapy where we can edit mm-hmm. your genes, yeah. you know, without having to do every <laughs> single one. So yeah. what we do is we use a retrograde virus, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, usually viruses, what they do is they go inside the cell, they make their own genes, right? Mm-hmm. And These are proteins, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And they make their own genes and then they like try and reassemble themselves and they go to different cells. Bacterias, however, they tend to insert their genes, right? Mm-hmm. So what we have is this virus. This virus is a bacteriophage. It attacks the bacteria in our bodies, which we have a whole like lot of way more than we have. <laughs> Here's a fun fact, right? We have more bacteria cells than we do ha- human cells. I don't Ooh. know if you guys know this or not, but Whoa. yeah, yeah, that's no. so the viruses. <laughs> I knew we had a lot of them, but not that much. <laughs> yes, not that much, but that makes that kind of makes sense because we have guts yeah. with a lot of bacteria yeah. in them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Also, you have your skin that has a lot of bacteria. You have, you know. Your orifices, your well, we call them normal flora. So you, so you added, so you added, so you, they, they like spread the genetic editing, and so basically, if you did the same in monkeys, <laughs> the theory is you can get the monkeys to to, to actually do it. Yes, to to operate a computer. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Anyways, yes. uh, speaking of speaking of the Amish, uh, what are you? What can you tell us about the Amish? Do you know? Do you know anything about Ooh. that community? Mm-hmm. I mean, we we don't talk too much about the Amish because, well, for all intents and purposes, they're uh, they have um, a close relation uh, to uh, well society itself, uh, mm-hmm. overall society. Um, they're much more physically clo- uh, close to them uh, and all that. 
um, which doesn't really make them uh, the best uh, people for us as anthropologists to make a study out of. Mm -hmm. We tend to go to exotic things. Nowadays, we're trying to basically, instead of going global, going local, uh, like trying and look uh, at smaller things, uh, institutions, even museums, stuff like that, so, uh, stuff related to culture mostly, some political institutions as well. Uh, we also have like a, a few studies on uh, on police and how they operate. Uh, a few, and on those studies, there are there are also a few um, uh, tweaks that they could do uh, in terms of their response to uh, their relationship with society overall as well. Um, and uh, yeah, but I don't think that the Amish are. I don't think I ever read one about the Amish. Read one Amish, okay. Wait, there, so there might that? be one. Mm -hmm. There might be one. There might be because their their whole bit is that they're disconnected, like electronically. Maybe they don't have like electricity. They don't mm -hmm. have the like internet. From what I hear, mostly. I mean, that's the whole bit of the community, is right? They're living. I don't know. <laughs> like the, do, 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 they, I think that's actually a good point, though, because mm -hmm. they they're basically living in their own set of um, uh, evolutionary uh, level. Let's call mm -hmm. it like that. Everything is um, self-grown. They grow their own food. Yeah, right? exactly. They because they, mm -hmm. they 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 basically, as the other guys from India, from the coast of India, they might have stagnated a bit their uh, evolution. And so they just stay there and they're like, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're not going to have any uh, of the uh, those electronic things that the other guys have. We're not going to have any uh, wires going around. We're going to do and produce everything we need. So they also, and this is maybe me speculating because I don't really know, uh, what also might end up happening is a subsistence uh, uh, economic system. So basically they produce everything that they need and not a single thing more. And if they do produce a single thing more, they try to share it with their neighbors or they try to sell it with their neighbors. And they make basically make a, what we call in anthropology, in uh, economic anthropology, a circular economic system uh, in which you basically trade something with someone else, that someone will trade something with someone else instead of trading it back with you. Um, and that third person, that third party, will either um, trade with someone else or trade with you. But there is also like the, the cycle always ends. So basically there's one person that receives uh, ends up giving back, but to someone well. To, they to don't use else, money. The, so they don't use yeah, money. They don't necessarily mm -hmm. use money. Yeah. Like yeah. an I owe you one, basically. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, some so some societies uh, in the 20s and 30s uh, found by Malinowski, which is a, a big, big influence in anthropology. Uh, very, very big anthropologist, actually. Um, he uh, found out that that's exactly how some people worked and some societies worked um the so so-called traditional societies in 20s and the uh, 30s what do you yeah, mean 20s and 30s uh Where? societies off Where? the coast of america uh, -huh. uh on the uh, central americas as well in more uh, secluded places that people don't usually have that much access um I think this one, it wasn't on American Samoa. No, American Samoa was in the 70s and 60s, if I'm not mistaken, but it wasn't Malinowski. I think the Middle East as well. I, Middle East? I'm, oh, the forgot about <laughs> the Bedouins, yeah. right? People living in tents and like surviving for like... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, in the 20s and 30s, mm -hmm. people did have houses, 
right? But mm-hmm. at the time, uh, Arabia was still not borderized and colonized by the yeah. Brits, per se. So the whole border system was still not in the monetary the system was not in. Yeah, the in the 20s. 20, uh, less, that was less than 100 years ago. Yeah. yeah. Like, whoa. Did, yeah. Kuwait, there, there, Kuwait there, was there, established there. in the 40s or in the 50s. Yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I, I there, thought there, countries there was, were just there. Mm-hmm. There has been this whole process of uh, which we call in. Uh, I'm sorry if I might I might be like literally translating this, but secularization uh, and, and that has been well taking place in this whole century, this whole past century, the the twentieth mm. century, um, in which uh, borders have been basically been drawn, mostly for most countries. Some countries prior, some countries are basically, they have their new borders. For example, we now have someone who's trying to break that pattern. Uh, you have uh, the one to go too much into uh, politics yet again, I'm sorry. Um, uh, the Israel prime minister, president, I'm, I'm, I get confused at times what's his, what, what his position is. He also wants to annex some populations, a bit like uh, Putin tried to do with Russia, but that that doesn't really matter over here what matters is that um societies themselves they've been uh, as i said before they have different uh, uh evolutionary levels uh but technically and they have a tendency to uh uh carry on their progression uh in an equal uh state so basically let's see that it's like a um if you look at a graphic it's basically a straight line it doesn't like doesn't go up it just goes straight but either up or down usually it's it? up what is it uh the uh, the evolutionary state of societies overall they, they always mm. stay the same but uh they tend to uh to improve uh, let's say uh i don't want to say improve because every single society is in their own way uh the correct way because it's basically an adaptive situation mm-hmm. um a when you say like um, regimes and all that, you have regimes that are more suited to certain places and countries due to their uh, economics and their uh, demographics and all that, and in other countries might be a bit different. That's all. When you okay. say evolve, sorry, when you mm-hmm. say evolve, do you mean like literally like you said people are evolving differently in diff- different societies? Like someone in a uh, when you mentioned it, when we talked about yeah. the Amish um, or like the Indian societies, right? What do you mean yeah, by it's in, mm-hmm. it's in mentality like mostly, mm-hmm. uh, mindset, mentality, uh, whatever you want to go for. Um, basically, uh, Alex, could you push your mic back a little bit? It's kind oh of yeah, off. sorry, 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 no, you're sorry. Now you're good. You're good. Don't worry. <laughs> Usually, people actually ask me to put a bit closer because they can't hear me. So like, <laughs> I, try to, I, try, I try to I try to eat it. <laughs> um, no, uh, like um, when I say evolution, I mean as in mindsets. Uh, when I say mindsets, I mean, um, well, as I just gave the example of the uh, economic status, let's call it, the whole circular thing, mm-hmm. it's uh, a bit older uh, than most countries that you see nowadays, <clears throat> like Kuwait, Portugal, have a different uh, a way of uh, practicing economy. Uh, practicing well in a in a in a more uh widespread term let's call it um it, it's different you see uh and these societies that used to do the circular economy they used to practice circular economy will eventually start growing into 
the economy that we have today slowly, <laughs> you know, but, but they, they, they're so used to that, that it's going to take them uh, a long while. Oh, so that's what you mean by linear and that yeah. it's just the direction we're going, right? There is not really, yeah. like, some people are more ahead, some people are more behind, mm -hmm. right? Like, so for example, if way. you, if you were going to do a graphic, let me see if I can, is this okay? Like a, a, a Y and an X. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, the U.S., for example, they are a relatively new country uh, in terms of history, mm -hmm. right? So they would be like, this would be their, their function, right? The Y over here, but mm -hmm. this would be their function. Other countries like Portugal, for example, would be a bit like this, uh, a more bit flatter. I think you're more uh, involved in Portugal uh, than in the States. <laughs> sorry? No, 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 they're more involved. No, 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 they're more involved in in. Uh, okay, so the the X is basically the the time, right? Mm -hmm. And the the Y is the level of evolution itself. Oh, uh, so Portugal's is, yeah, mm -hmm. Portugal's is faster, uh, for a slower, sorry, flatter, mm -hmm. uh, as in it took a long, long time to get us where we are right now. The U.S. they might have even skipped a few steps, let's say, and they got it so high and so so. But that's only because the U.S. was basically like formed by a bunch of people who already left a society, right? Mm -hmm. So you have yeah. the Brits, the Portuguese, mm -hmm. the. So they, that's why they. They, they not but, not wanting to go too much into politics yet again, but they most likely will. They weren't uh, exactly happy with their situation back at home. And they saw a chance, they took it, they tried going away. That's pretty much what we did as well with Portuguese. There were some people that went to what is nowadays Brazil. Uh, they weren't really too happy with the situation over here. We had a, 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 an absolutist uh, regime back then. And then we started having the liberals with all the French Revolution and all that. It started to get mixed up. Uh, the king at the time had to go to Brazil, became the, emperor, the first emperor of Brazil. A whole crazy stuff and it's basically what happened with the US except that they decided to go for a change instead of going for let's keep the same thing as in let's keep the queen let's try to make something different and I suppose that's exactly what they did in, in, in that way in the evolutionary way as in industry economics and all that it worked most certainly it did yeah interesting but that, yeah, it's like it's it's interesting to talk about. I, like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> you live in a society. We really do live in a society. We do live in a society. Wait, so yeah. I want to take. I want to. What's your take on this? Um, who owns the land that you're kind of on, right? So, is it the indigenous people that were here before me, or is it us, the people that are here now? What's um? What's your take on that? I know that's a dumb question. Okay, uh, it, it's not dumb question. <laughs> there, there are no no. This is something important I learned. There are no dumb questions when it comes to to these things because there are, there are all pertinent questions. They're all important questions, mm -hmm. and that one specific that is a good question actually, a very good question because, um, you see over here in Portugal, uh, what most likely happened is that. Uh, I can. I'm speaking for Portugal because I know the the, the basic history. Um, we had a few uh, tribes, let's call them, um, and they basically started evolving into uh, a, a state. Let's call it. Uh, we also have a few uh, things to, to to talk about on that on my course, uh, as in the evolution of societies uh, onto from groups to societies to states. Um, and what happened here is that um, we were uh, 
kind of invaded by the Romans. We fought back. Uh, we almost got it basically extinguished. We were almost killed off, like all of us. Um, but eventually, uh, the, the the legacy of the Romans it stayed over here. Uh, eventually, when the 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 uh, the West uh, Empire fell, I think it's the West. Yeah, because it's the the one from Rome. Yeah. Um, when the West Empire, uh, Roman Empire fell, um, we kept their, uh, their legacy there, uh, like the, the whole, um, the city, some of the cities that mm-hmm. they, they had back then, they're still around here. Right. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we still have, uh, we still have a few, uh, like catacombs and all that, even in Lisbon, which is actually something very interesting. I didn't even know that this about, uh, until about two years ago. Mm-hmm. We we still have Roman catacombs uh, below Lisbon, which is quite yeah. interesting. What yeah, is like, how, why is that significant? Yeah, what is that? Uh, it, it is significant because uh, basically Lisbon itself was built on top of a uh, of an older city, mm-hmm. and this is what happened also with some other the ancient city. <laughs> no, 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 no. It, it, like, you actually yes. have some excavation sites like all over mm-hmm. Lisbon, uh, mm-hmm. old buildings that uh, anthropologists and archaeologists studied. Um, Basically, through some other things that we also have. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Can you open up you pictures, go. Ali? I don't know if you can see. I want to see what a catacomb looks like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, those things. Those are right? pretty, pretty, pretty cool. Um, yeah. And the thing is, uh, they, um, they, they, there are some spots in Lisbon. Uh, we also took in their style. The, the picture on the left uh, below, if you can see historical thre- treasures to discover in Lisbon, that is. Um, uh, uh, an actual it used to be a church, a monastery now, uh, mostly for um, uh, uh, well, now it's for tourism and all that, but it used to be a monastery uh, and it took in a lot of the Roman style of things and all that uh, we, we, do to- we did take a lot of that, uh, we also adapted it uh, in terms of architecture and uh, all of that um, but as I was saying, we have uh, excavation sites. We have uh, also mass graves, which is kind of, uh, well, surprising, you know, in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, in places we weren't really expecting it. But of course, we, well, we weren't expecting it. We basically, you had a city built on top of it. Um, and all of this to say that basically we evolved. Uh, we, we took a beating from the Romans. We got back up. Um, then we had this uh, Spanish, the yeah, the Spanish people. They thought that they could uh, they could rule over us uh, back then, um, only to realize that uh, the the son of one of the, the the Spanish queens they they had their territory nowadays their their territory um, divided into uh, a, a whole lot of uh, a whole lot of parcels, um, and one of them. Uh, their uh, her son, uh, which is our first Portuguese king, he uh, decided to say, "No, you know what? It's enough. Enough's enough. Uh, I was born over here. I want to rule over this. This is rightfully mine. I will fight for it if I need to." And his mother was like, "Okay, no, just just drop that idea. Don't 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 get uh, don't get too excited about that." Um, yeah, basically he literally got some troops to fight his mother's troops Crazy. back. <laughs> and, no, and he, and he yeah. got it. And he mm. got it. He got it. Not um, bad. That's crazy. GG. Well played. GG indeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we, we also still have a, a lot of um, a lot of influences from back then, uh, before mm-hmm. that even, before we gained independence, which is, well, basically what you were saying in the beginning. Uh, 
what what if we are occupying uh, indigenous territory? Well, technically we are mm-hmm. old, very old indigenous territory. I am at mm-hmm. least. Mm-hmm. Um, but that culture and that subculture in this case, it was able to live until nowadays because it, it's basically the same the same people, uh, the same the same um, society. Let's call it. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Here's here's a good question. Uh, <laughs> do you believe in secret societies? Like, do you think there are secret societies? Like, That's a great question. There? That's actually so good. <laughs> yes. Come on, hidden worlds. I mean, no, honestly, yes. Are there places not discovered? You think? Uh, I places not discovered. No places not discovered. No, no, no. I think my question is like, are there societies that are above all else? Sorry, uh, hidden society. Don't worry about it. No worries. Hmm? Hello, welcome. (laughs) Welcome on the show. (laughs) Welcome on the show. Um, All right. uh, so dude, there's so much we can talk about, dude. I'm so yeah, excited for so this. Much, yeah, dude, my mind's is... going like, whoa, societies, dude. So many questions on society. <laughs> sorry. Nah, good, nah, 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 sorry. I, 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 I had to explain. I'm sorry. You'll have to cut it off. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to. It was the other. Uh, uh, I think we'll, <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. We'll cut it off. Uh, we'll cut the Tiago? section off. Tiago? Yes. Tiago. Right. <laughs> now. All right. And we're back. All right. Cool. And All right. yes. So um, what I meant by secret societies was like these elites that are like above everyone else mm-hmm. in society and they're all like in a hidden world sort okay. of like the catacombs at the time right but like you know do you think i that- like that <laughs> i like no i think? like that i like that because because we uh, i mean we have uh the new religious movements a lot of new religious movements that actually mm-hmm. um are based on that we have the uh, order of the temple solaire I think that's the one. For example, I think it's in Belgium. I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. Um, which basically, it's the elite of the elites. Um, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, for them, it's the elites of the elites. They're the elite of the elites. They're the best ones in the world. They have to be the best. They control everything. Um, and it, at least it's what they say. But it, of course, it's not proven. I mean, for all we know, it could be the so-called Illuminati. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. There was and, a time where everyone was crazy about them and like... Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> yeah. No, but the, th- the thing is that they, for example, they, uh, I'm not sure if it was the Temple of Soleil, but some of them, they resorted to mass suicides and all that crazy stuff um, to... Uh, <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, to... Uh, no, like, like, I don't know how they can be so convinced enough to like... No, yeah, because they think it's like, okay, so salvation only comes through uh, these set of things. So you do this set of things and then the on the bottom of the checklist, it's like, die. It's a cult. If you go, if you, if you <laughs> die, you, 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 your soul will be, will be placed in the, mm-hmm. the realm of the forevers or, or stuff like that, you know? Um, Sorry, is that a cult? Is that a cult? Technically? What? The, a, a cult. The, I don't know what that is in Portuguese. It's like uh, just um, uh, just when a bunch of do you, do you know the drinking a Kool Aid? Yeah, do you know that term? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, you know where that's yeah. from? Jackson, Jacksonville. I J- think Jax- it's called. Yeah, Jacksonville. Ali, I, I, I don't know. The uh, drinking the Kool Aid. Yeah. Where's um, that from? Mm-hmm. That, that I think that's the one where it's from. Uh, yeah, Jackson's Jacksonville. Yeah, he. Jacksonville. I think I'm not. I don't remember the name of the guy. But he bought it from. Uh, he bought the land, 
in American Samoa, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and he got a whole lot of people together because he said that he was going to guide them to salvation. And that's actually an interesting thing. Yeah, drinking the Kool-Aid. Uh, where's it coming from? <laughs> uh, they don't tell us where it comes from. Literally, so what happened? Open it up, open it up. Open it up. <laughs> oh, wait, where does it come from? Wait, wait, where does it come from? Where does it come from? My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jonestown, bingo. Yeah, Jonestown massacre. Yeah, yeah look up, look up Jonestown now. Look up Jonestown now. Right. Yes. All right. Um, so this is this a secret society? What do you think of the? What? How I don't do you describe think, the society. I don't think it's a society. That's a new religious movement as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yet again, it ended up uh, very in a very bloody way in a very i would even call it stupid mm-hmm. i don't want to i don't want to sound like an asshole but it sounds <laughs> <laughs> yeah. wait why is like... this outside what's happening i don't can someone explain this to me uh, Masu, Masu, wait alex what yeah explain it i don't know if you know the story okay yeah. um basically he tried to uh get them to follow him he was a very charismatic person he talked to a that lot guy, of people Mm-hmm. Um, he yeah uh, he got a lot of uh, I don't remember the name I'm sorry I, I'm really like the name is like in the tip of my tongue but I can't get it I'll click him the bottom left corner who's this guy what's his name the guy in the hat um, with the glasses that's him uh, doesn't say doesn't say never mind this anyways guy. <laughs> he, he, yeah. he was very charis- a very charismatic leader he got a whole mm-hmm. bunch of people to basically almost go live like the Amish did right mm-hmm. Uh, the difference is that it was, for all intents and purposes, a cult, but not a, a secret cult, a secret society, nothing of that, because they actually made it quite, um, quite Jim public Jones. at a, at a, at a yeah, Jim Jones, exactly. They actually made it quite, uh, quite public in certain situations, right? Um, so he, he, he got them all onto a plantation, and I don't really know what made him think that it was a good idea to actually kill them all off. Uh, mothers, fathers, children, oh. grandpas, everyone, whole, whole family. They made them drink poison. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. uh, like imagine just, he, he doesn't even tell this to anyone. He just says, okay, some one of these days we're going to be, uh, we, we should be aware of what's going to happen. And what's going to happen is the reckoning day. And we're going to be in the, ju- the judgment day. And we need to be ready for that. And for us to be ready for that, we need to save our souls. And the best way that he had to save their souls, or so he says, would be to basically go full crazy man and just kill them all. Uh, Mm -hmm. Basically, it was almost a genocide because that's a whole lot of people if you look at it. Mm -hmm. Um, That's crazy. And he convinced them. That's just like... He convinced them. And that's the thing. Maybe they... I'm not sure if they knew that there was Kool-Aid. Of course, we don't know if they knew because... Mm. No one lived to tell about it. No one lived to tell the story. Um, but even if they could, I'm not sure if they would be able to tell us with the utmost certainty if it was him or not who made them drink the Kool-Aid because mm. they were so, uh, like, they were thinking that he was such a great leader, such a great person, that he would lead them to through thick and thin. I, I don't think they knew about the poison inside the Kool-Aid, to be honest. Because if yeah. they were told, I'm pretty sure one or two would have survived. Yeah, they, right? they, 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 yeah, they would have thought, okay, no, this is, this is, yeah. this is getting a bit out of hand. But they, were being, but they were being brainwashed, like brainwashed. Like you yeah. couldn't be more brainwashed than those people who literally left their countries to go travel, live on this plantation, 
yeah, they exactly. serve food with this guy and like um <laughs> yeah and then like every day he tell them like hey one day if they come and invade us like the the government right we're all gonna have to drink this kool-aid because that we can't like let them like corrupt us and take us yeah that's our salvation. That every single day yeah. and then one day he gets on the radio and he's like um everybody uh drink uh, operation drink Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid, boys drink up <laughs> yeah <laughs> pretty yeah. much like that drink yeah. up yeah <laughs> out of it oh drink yeah. GQ. <laughs> yes <laughs> yes uh, sponsored well, by GQ. amazing yeah so that's the no, 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 it isn't. Biggest, no, it isn't. <laughs> was that the biggest cult? Do you know that was the biggest? Uh, Do you know what I mean by cult now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, not, not necessarily secret societies now. Yeah, but I would say that that is, of the ones that we have uh, any uh, sort of idea, that would be one of the biggest ones. Or at least it was, of course. 900 not, not people. It's... Yeah, that's a lot yeah, of people. That is a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, because usually cults they tend to be a bit like secret societies, or as we say, secret societies. Um, they they tend to stick to smaller groups, or even if they're a bigger group, they well they they're, they're they basically like regular people. Don't. Yeah, they they have a system. They don't really uh, like reunite themselves. Uh, like the the whole the whole congregation, they don't. Most certainly they don't do that. They do it a bit more like, okay, five or six people over here, five or six people over there. Um, and I mean, sure, we could have some of those like all around the world, but we, and we don't even know it. But mm-hmm. uh, I mean, uh, at least until now that we're aware, um, there hasn't really been any reason for any kind of alarm or to raise any kind of alarm because um, if, if they're just keeping themselves safe and other people, that 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 that's that's a okay. The thing is, when they do a bit of a thing like uh, happened with Jonestown, and everyone basically dies, uh, that that's that's a lot different. Uh, that whenever, like, of course, not now we have also the police, uh, like uh, groups of uh, bigger, widespread police, like Europeans police, um, Interpol, and all that. That uh, basically they cross-reference it, I suppose, uh, with. Uh, stuff all over the world to make to make it a bit easier to research and to search into these kind of these kinds of situations um to make a link to get a connection to it uh even understand a bit of uh what is going on because they might be in the blind as much as we are and we don't even know it if those things are happening that is um true amazing whoa (laughs) we live in a society (laughs) we live in a society uh well, I think the next we reached... stage, what's the next stage of this society then? What's the next stage of this society? Do you think? Oh, yeah. Like, where do you see the yeah. future going that... with society? Mm-hmm. I mean, right now, uh, I, I, I don't know if I could say because we anthropologists were so used to looking at the past and just trying to learn with that past and move beyond it, like moving to the future with, uh, uh, well, with uh a clearer mindset and not just like okay it, it needs to be this not we, we can't be as control as controlling as we have been in the past few centuries mm-hmm. um because then we'll have some other colonizations uh hell we don't even know if, if mars has any possible in future colonies for example mm-hmm. uh and yep. that might be yeah. might be the next step on um i would say evolution That's in true. both technology and mm-hmm. society we can move beyond just this planet which is also getting a bit crowded for us right now. 
Um, you think even so? With, yeah. I, I think even with the whole COVID thing, I mean, COVID hasn't killed nearly enough people. Uh, I don't want to say this like that. Because it, it sounds wrong. It sounds wrong. It hasn't killed nearly enough people to make a change on the, um, on a major change. Like we still have the same problem, starvation, uh, no availability of water, uh, diseases that we just can't, well, pretty much like COVID, not a disease, but a virus in this case, that we just can't control. We need to like create a whole lot of um, plan Bs and plan Cs, as mm-hmm. many as we can, to basically prevent that stuff that happened until now keeps on happening. So only by looking at what is happening right now, what is happening around us, can we say, what do we need to go? Where do we need to go tomorrow um, to prevent that that happens and to ensure that stuff goes better from here on out? Underwater societies? Atlantic? Well, that, that would be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. that, are those things? No? I don't know. Uh, I mean, those are probably in the very distant future, but yeah, for yeah. now, or the very, or the very distant, Or the very distant past, right? No, well, he... El Dorado, <laughs> El Dorado, the hidden city, city of gold. Yeah, in Brazil, gold. yeah. It's oh, supposedly it's in Brazil. They, they oh. said, no, no, no. They said, they said that it would be, geographically, would be located around Brazil or the South Americas. But yeah. Mm-hmm. For example, uh, Atlantis, for example, as well. Mm-hmm. We also have that. Um, it's a great example. Uh, but this one has been actually... Uh, said to be true i think uh, at least they found a few ruins i'm not sure if the whole thing the whole idea we have of atlantis as in a a huge widespread uh, civilization we don't know if that is actually what happened there uh it could have been like a a, a shipwreck and they were carrying for example we portuguese we used mm. to take like a a sign uh, a stone sign that we would place in every single place that we went uh well outside of portugal during the the 1500s yeah during the colonization period yeah um could be one of those for example i don't want to say that it's a portuguese necessarily it could be anyone's to be honest but we don't know i mean it, it would Atlantis. be cool to live in the water yes possible i mean it, it could be possible but it's gonna take a time it's gonna take a long time mm-hmm. whoa <laughs> live in water live in space Live on Earth, but, but like until then, I guess it's a very, uh, I guess it's a see you in Mars, boys. Yeah, see you in Mars, see you in Mars, pretty much a see you in Mars, boys. Yeah, <laughs> see you in Mars, yeah, boys. So. Yes, so that's Anyways. bound to happen. You say that, sorry, you say that's linear, right? So, there, yeah. so what I mean by my question is so you think that if we had not discovered the internet, or sorry, we haven't discovered the electricity, um, Tesla. You think mm-hmm. someone else after him would have discovered it at some point, or and like that's like our that's just the way we're gonna trend as a society. I like it's kind of fixed, or is it someone like would random? actually find it? No, I think someone would find it. Like it, it's it's a bit like fire. If you didn't like basically, if a guy didn't struck two stones together, he wouldn't be able to discover fire. But uh, the next guy could do it. Like imagine he tosses a rock. He's angry. Tosses a rock against another rock. Closes some sticks. Starts mm-hmm. a fire. And he's like, okay, sh- damn, I just started as fire. So this might be the way to do it from here on out, like fiction and all that. And from there, they start discovering new stuff and new stuff and new stuff. Um, well, if there, there wasn't any electricity nowadays, there would be. Like if, we, if it hadn't happened the same way that it did, 
it would happen in another way, but we would find it. We would so, so, so we are not lucky to discover this stuff because it's bound to happen. Is that what you're saying? I think that those things are bound to happen no matter what. They're bound to be discovered. They're bound to, if it's not by like this person, it's by another person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say like, I don't want to go into all that uh, philosophy thing of like, it's bound to happen or it's not bound to happen. I can do my own stuff. He can do his own stuff because this is almost a common ground. Uh, you have, it's basically stuff that is bound to happen, but it could be anyone. So if, if I wanted to, if I lived, uh, let's say 500 years ago, I could have, uh, I could find electricity a bit sooner, I suppose. Uh, I could uh, create a steam engine a bit earlier as well, I <laughs> suppose. Go back in time. Back then. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure, yeah. Um, <laughs> create the no, internet. No, yeah. no, no, not necessarily the me of nowadays. Like if I, if I had lived 500 years oh. ago, I could have also created that if I had the mindset, if I had the ideas for it, mm -hmm. uh, if I wanted to make a change, mm -hmm. uh, I think that would most certainly allow me to make a change. So basically, all, and this is, this is also kind of a life lesson. Mm -hmm. If you actually believe that you can do things, don't take them off your head. Write them down on a, on a checklist if you have to, uh, or remind yourself every day that you want to do those things. Because if you don't do those things, someone's going to do them, but they're not going to do it for you. They're going to do it against you. Mm -hmm. um, and, and societies can change. So just by like one individual, right, who does something randomly that ex exponentiates like electricity, Wi-Fi. Th things, well, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, one single man can change it, but one single man who tries to make as much as he can, tries to talking to people and people start talking about it and everyone starts talking about it eventually, that usually ends up happening. And that is great. That is, that is, that, that is the way to go, I think. Interesting. I think Amazing. my closing monologue is um, we live in a society. That's a monologue. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that, a that's it. Yep, we live in a society. <laughs> Alex, my friend, thank you so much for coming on the show. This was thank a really you. good talk. I mean, I, I'm sorry if it was too serious. I, <laughs> no, 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 it was, was perfect. Good. No, um, it was good. Like yeah, these, these are the conversations <laughs> we're looking to have, you know, it's <laughs> really good. So yeah. thank you very much for coming on. Is there anything you'd like to shout out? Or say, or uh, I mean, mm -hmm. if, if you want, you can check out my uh, YouTube channel as well. Uh, also What's called that? Alex Fisher. What do you do on your uh, YouTube channel? I used to do, and this was like two year, two two months ago. Uh, I haven't edited a, a single video in, yeah, two months, pretty much. <laughs> um, it's also called Alex Fisher. Um, I only have in there uh, right now uh, a few couple of videos. I think it's thir thirteen videos. First half of uh, Resident Evil Two Remake, uh, the Leon uh, storyline. Um, I'm, I already almost finished the second part, so I'm trying to like, uh, get, a almost an upload schedule, but it's getting a pretty, a pretty hard because I have also other things I need to do, like, uh, getting my studies checked, uh, getting my work in check as well for the summer. Yeah. Uh, and it gets a bit hard, but uh, anyways, if, if you want to, if, if anyone wants to check Watch it out, it. just plug it check in. It out. Link in bio. Yeah. Sounds good. I'll, I'll, I'll put it there. <laughs> Anyways, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, two cats, 4th of July, that's like tomorrow. Wait, that's tomorrow. It got postponed. Wait, what? Yes. July 14th, new release date. Make it July 15th and it'll like correlate with the whole Fussy Tube thing. 
<laughs> what happened to Fuzzy Tube on July 15th? That's a whole nother story. We'll get into it. <laughs> uh, thank you for watching today's episode. If you made it this far, uh, Blueberry Dye will be out soon. Everything else will be out soon. Alex. Thank you, Alex. Love you so much. Thank you for coming. Great to meet you, Alex. And you too, all right. A lot Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot you for having me, guys. We sign out on the show. All right. And peace. Yeet. <laughs>